This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. We're here. Sharp Tongue Tuesday with your girl, Jessie May. It is Thanksgiving week. We are going to stuff our fucking faces, everybody. I can't wait. I can't wait to get a plate of mashed potatoes. I'm coming home. Come see me live. I'm going to be in Syracuse at the Syracuse Funny Bone one night only. Please come out. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have some music. We're going to have magicians and comedy and just a whole bunch of fun. A portion of the ticket sales will go towards the Alzheimer's Association the f- the comedy's gonna be there. The magic's gonna be there. I'm gonna bring both my titties. It's gonna be a fucking fiesta. If you know it's good, you're gonna come out and celebrate. Come out and celebrate, son of a bitch. It's very exciting. I always come home. This is my annual Thanksgiving show. Well, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving show. I'm also going to be at the Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin, the first weekend of December. I'm going to be at the Blue Room Comedy Club in Missouri. That'll be the second weekend of December. December 19th, 20th, 21st, I'll be in San Diego. All those tickets will be available on jessiemay.com. Come out and laugh. You deserve it, folks. Life is short, brutal, traumatic. You need moments of reprieve. You need to have a good time. Let loose. Shave your cooch. Let your hair down. Put it up. Bring your boyfriend, bring your husband, bring both. Come out and laugh and have fun. Uh, I like to give a special shout out to our amazing sponsors, Absolute Extracts, for showing up, keeping me elevated. If you guys go to ease.com, it is a delivery website out here on the West Coast. If you're in this area, go to ease.com, purchase any Absolute Extract product, and use code Jesse May at the check out and you can get 15% off your entire order of any absolute extract product ease.com e-a-z-e dot com 
get some cannabis in your life. They also have CBD products. They have really great, this dark pod. It's a really great vape pen that I travel with. And their stuff is really clean. It's super quality. I enjoy it. So check it out. Ease.com, Jesse May. Check out any absolute extract product. And as a bonus for you guys, in honor of my father who loved gambling, that motherfucker loved gambling. He had like thousands of loser lotto tickets in his bread bag in his cabinets just like a bunch of empty bread bags actually not empty they were filled with his loser lotto tickets (laughs) because he gambled so much anyway he could bet money he loved it it was his favorite thing he played bar kino he would bet on games just anything He, he truly enjoyed it so in honor of him i teamed up with a really fun company called my bookie and they are offering a really dope risk-free bet during Thanksgiving week on the Bears-Lions game. All you have to do is choose a team against a spread for up to 250 bucks, and if you win, yeah, you won some money. You get some holiday spending money. You share it with me. You can donate it. Maybe you can even put it into some poker and hopefully turn around and make some more money. Don't listen to me. I give terrible financial advice. But if you lose, guess what? Congratulations, because my bookie is going to give you all your money back. So it's a no-brainer fun risk-free bet because literally you can't lose it's all all gravy baby and zero risk and it doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player first-time customer uh my bookie welcomes all all walks of life so quit waiting around y'all get a chance to win you deserve it you know you ever watch sports and you got a lot of questions? Well, don't worry. They have great customer service. I can help you walk through the process. And the best part is if you join this week, this Thanksgiving week, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. All you have to do is log into mybookie.ag, make your first deposit with promo code JESSE, that's J-E-S-S-I, and mybookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat that, folks. That's a guaranteed deposited match and a risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan and you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by, you simply can't lose. Literally, make sure you do your part to support the team this season, you guys. Hop on the gravy train and get in the action with my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. God, my dad's so jealous in heaven right now. He's probably making bets. Definitely going to lose. He's going to owe somebody named... Trevor money or Tony two fingers. (laughs) That's a character. My dad always used to talk about, Hey, yeah. Tell your boyfriend, Tony two fingers is uh, coming to town again. He better not mess around with my daughter. (laughs) That's not even what my dad sounded like, but that's basically what he would say to any new boyfriend. So yeah, check it out. My bookie. It's going to be fun. It'd be fun. Risk-free bet. Fun, fun, fun. When in life can you have a risk-free bet? And also please rate and review the podcast. We've got a lot of new stuff coming for you guys. I hope you appreciate it. I appreciate your support. It means the world. We also have our YouTube page being grown and shown. YouTube.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. Check out the videos. The podcasts are available on video now. The Patreon page will be up soon. We have a whole bunch of new stuff coming. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much. I, I honestly truly appreciate you guys coming back every week. I do it for you. I do it for you and my dead dad. <laughs> everyone's got to have a motivation and speaking of motivation this episode and this guest who I've known for years literally I've known this comedian for years and her and I have yet to like really hang hang out 
she put it greatly we're just two ships in the night literally that's how this industry is sometimes you know people but you don't really know them know them and it sometimes becomes difficult because everyone's so busy and on their own wavelength and in their own vibration and doing their own thing but we got a moment to sit down and I was happy that she was able to come on the podcast because she blew my mind literally blew my mind and we talked about just a, a lot of amazing things we talked about dead dads and ayahuasca and I know you'll enjoy her her sick sense of humor matches right up par for par with mine you guys know her from girl code and she's a comedy store regular and she's gonna be one of my friends unfortunately sorry she's stuck in my life now hope you guys enjoy the highly elevated interview with the very funny miss annie letterman Hi. We're recording. What's up, everybody? We're here doing it, making it happen on mm-hmm. the Sharp Tongue Podcast mm-hmm. with my <laughs> white trash sister. We were sisters from another mistress. We're sisters from another mistress because obviously our mom was a hoe. Fucking the, our moms are hoes. Our moms are hoes. <laughs> they Miss- were banging married dudes. Oh, come on, really? All these goddamn spam risk. Phone oh, it's calls so annoying. It's like, I'm not going to pay my bill. No, I'm not. Yeah. The taxes can wait. <laughs> come, get, come get me. Come get me. Annie Lederman, everybody. It's Letterman. Lederman. Dear friends. I can't Palazzo. call you Letterman. I've always called you Lederman. Uh, your toes look great. I can't believe you exposed your feet. Are they exposed? I have to put this on Patreon. They look really good. Do people ask you if you're related to Dave Letterman all the time? You know, they do sometimes. You it's will like, always be Lederman me to me. Date, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just ask me on a date. <laughs> have you ever fucked an old dude? Um, the oldest guy I fucked was 48 and he was, and I'm 36, so it's 12 years older. And he, it was a nightmare. Why? Cause because he was just lazy. And I don't know if that was just him, but it was like, he was good in bed. Like he had some skills, yeah. but he was so lazy. He was like, bring a vibrator, do all this. And it's like, that's fine. I'll bring a vibrator. But it's like, can we pretend like you're going to try? Wait, can you at least tell me that you can like do something? His dog ate me out longer than he did. Honestly, <laughs> we were on the couch. He was fingering butter? me. He was fingering me on the couch <laughs> and I, and we were watching game of Thrones. He was fingering me on the couch. And then all of a sudden, I was like, wet. I'm like, what's happening? I look down. <laughs> and the dog, I swear to God, the dog's eating me out. And I, I, listen, she got three licks after I figured it out. After roll. I realized I was she like, She got three it. licks after. <laughs> we were talking so much in the elevator. I was like, stop, stop, I know. We were stop. like, don't talk. We haven't talked stop. in a while. And then it's like, we are like friends that never became friends. We are. That's exactly yeah, what yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. We really, really are. I was thinking about this, that you reached out. I was working on dad jokes when my dad was sick. And I was like struggling with it because it was so raw. Yeah. And you were like, come over, let me help you. And I never followed up on that. So yeah. I just appreciate you putting yourself I just am my daddy's girl. So I just yeah. know how hard that must be. Is he dead? Yeah. Not, my da- he's right there. He's old. <laughs> Papa. Part, part of him is I just there. like, I feel you when you're talking about <laughs> it. I feel you. I I, it's it. a small urn. Like my sister's divided him up. My ex-boyfriend has like a really little one. And I was, I was always like um, conf- pretending to confuse it as a yoni egg. <laughs> Like I'm kegling, <laughs> it's this big. I'm kegling your pop. Have you ever done the yoni egg? Uh, never did the yoni egg. I usually do it on a dick. Yeah, you, you know, I it kegel nice. on a fucking yeah. Big that's where that's dick. what you're supposed to. I'm like, why do I need this? I just kegel on it. Yeah, I don't need a device. I need. Oh a my dick. god, I'm in heat right now. <laughs> we were talking about how we are. I need a baby so in me. Heat. Put a jizz in me. I'm 36. I'm 37. So yeah, it's like, do you have? I have these like things where I just think about fucking anyone. 
Uh, I, I, just I'm, anyone, because I'm so, so horny. I have, like, I wasn't, okay, so I went celibate for eight weeks where I wasn't masturbating or doing anything, and then I started doing intentional orgasm where it's, like, you think about the things you want in life as you're masturbating, and, like... What, like, 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 like you yell out when like you come, Tesla? like, I'd yell out, I'd be like... Yeah, I'd be like Tesla or like Netflix special. You have to say Netflix special because if you say Netflix, first. if you say Netflix, then they go, they're gonna you get just an account. yeah, they're like here's a four fourteen ninety nine. Here's an eleven ninety nine. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> enjoy the crown. You can get off your dad's uh, <laughs> password. Enjoy watching the crown. Yeah, enjoy the crown. That's all you get. Netflix special. Yeah, because if you get the special, you can get the Tesla. Exactly, Tesla. I'm getting the truck. I don't give a fuck. Is that a goal? Do you want a Netflix specific yeah. Netflix yeah. special? Yeah. What is it about Netflix that attracts you? Um, I just think it's the most wild, 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 widely watched. I, you're probably right. And it has, it carries like right now, and it, it's probably not going to last much longer, but it carries a, a bigger weight. Yeah, it's there's like more weight gold to it. Medley. Yeah, and it, there's a little bit more, it's, it's prestigious. Right. But in my mind. I would mind, do all of them. I mean, I would do any of them, but I just aim for that. Like, I'm not going to aim for like a Snapchat show on CISO. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> on CISO. I'm going to be like. Why not like self-release Andrew I might, Schultz I might do route. an Andrew yeah maybe because we'll I mean that's worked out really well from and Josh Wolf too both of them and they have, don't have to worry about being chosen or no whatever. and just like he, Schultz made such a good point on Theo Vaughn's podcast I don't know if you listened to that episode but he talked about how we are the industry like yeah. the creators and the entertainers are the industry well, they're all making it's all like a joke it's like all smoke and mirrors yeah. and they're it's like <laughs> okay so my old manager wanted to get back with me and he goes um, it's such a really son of a Put it on airplane, bitch. Oh my god! I, d I know. I told you to put your phone on airplane, and mine isn't I on didn't airplane. Put mine either. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I think the sound is totally fine. No, it's cool. It yeah. makes you look popular. It's been. It's it said tests. spam risk. It said it's spam risk. Just spam risk. <laughs> what if it was they were just like? There's a risk that people are gonna come to your house with spam to eat. <laughs> Get ready. You're about to eat some delicious uh, canned meat. <laughs> It's fucking good. My mom used to feed us that. Spam's good. That's, oh my god, we're so hydrated. Did you ever eat that? No, but um, a lot of bologna. Yeah, but that's basically like flat spam. Yeah. They're Wait, just, what were we talking about it's before? It's fancy spam. It is. It's just fancy spam. We were talking about probably dicks or something. No, we were talking about Netflix and then oh. comedy before my phone call interrupted it. Andrew Schultz, all that stuff. Yes. Um, so, oh, my manager, like, was yes. my, okay, my old manager wanted to get back with me, and he was being mean to me. He was negging me. And I'm going, what is he, like, what's happening? Like, I know I'm doing well. Like, I know I'm, like, physically doing well. My stand-up's, like, fire right now. Like, I feel good. Yeah, My podcast, like, I feel, like, you can't come at me and try, like, don't try and dig me. He was digging me, and I'm going, because I don't need him. I kept right. going, what do I need you for? So they have to make you think that like they that keep you you're down. not going to get anything. Yeah. So then when you get them, they go, "I got you this." Yeah, always. It's they. I feel like the agency side. I get both angles of it, but I almost feel like it was built perfectly for comedians because we're so needy. Yes, we're so broken and so vulnerable that they're like, "Okay, you can't get this on your own. We'll get it for you." Dude. And then you get stuff, and then they're like, "We got this." Right. For and you. then you talk to the producers, and they're like, "No, <laughs> they're like, we no. we requested you." Yeah, we wanted. They you. never. You they were never were the ones. Yeah, they never were the ones that got it for you. But I had a manager that once goes, I go, I need like help, like help me get a job. Like I don't have any money. And he says, you have to get the job. Then you just tell me about it. I go, what are you? What, what are you? Are you do, do you just send emails? What are you? I don't even think he sends emails. I mean, that's just, it's so they have frustrating. Assistance. People don't understand. Like it's such a, a grind on your own. You, you literally have to be the manager. You have to be the booker. You have to be the self motivator yeah. organized. Yeah, you have to get your write your joke. You have to sit down and write. You have to like do all these things to listen to your sets. You have and to make sure sleep. like yeah. 
<laughs> what do you think about this? I was thinking about this like the past, I don't know, six months or so when I'm, you know, like working on like self wellness and being yeah. healthier, this whole thing that, you know, to be successful, you can't sleep like successful people don't sleep. Who the fuck says that? Everyone says that. You know, on Monday Motivation, these motherfuckers are like, oh, you can't. Don't sleep. No sleep till Brooklyn. It's like that Michael. What's his name? Fucking <laughs> the actor that's always up at like 3 a.m. working out. The uh, Marky Mark. Oh, my God. Mark Wahlberg's like, I get up every day. I get up at 3 a.m. and I work out. He stands up four foot two <laughs> every day. <laughs> tiny little is munchkin. He little? I think he's little. No. They all, it's so disappointing when you see them. Like, I don't match on Raya with actors because I'm like, you're going to be short. Are you on Raya? Yeah. Who Who have you gone out with? Any, no one like, good. One guy cast? with a lobster hand. One guy had like a fucked up hand. I was like, he had this weird like, cr- like he had a claw, like everything was fused. It looked like the tree of life. Like shit was coming out. <laughs> and I go, he. I met up with him as when I was living in New York and I ended up fucking him. I have a joke about it because he took me to a lobster <laughs> restaurant. Of course, was I it go because all in. You wanted in. to fuck somebody with special needs. No, I well, I was a special ed teacher. I wanted to remember my <laughs> my students. <laughs> no, I just like. I mean, first of all, I don't give a fuck if you have a weird hand. Like I'll fuck you. Like I don't. I'm not like yeah, shallow like that or whatever. Yeah, boner. but he wasn't like he wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't on. And he he got on because I go. How, he goes. <laughs> I go. How'd you get on, Riot? Or he goes, or I think he asked me, like, how'd you get around? I go, I'm a professional comedian. Yeah, how the hell did you get I go, get how did you get around? He goes, oh, I was in a picture with One Direction. And I, like, know some of the works. I'm like, how did He's I pick? famous from a photo. He's not famous. I got rejected from Raya. Actually, they just never responded to oh, me. Oh, really? I could yeah, this is years ago before I found my farmer man. But yeah. it's, man, I can't, can you imagine? It's gross. Date, like, dating now? I am doing I it. I know. What the fuck? Isn't it so well, frustrating? What's the most frustrating part about social media and, like, the way you date now. Okay, well, the problem the is that you... Okay, so this happens to me. Like, I'll see a guy on there. I can't smell them. I can't get, a like, their vibe. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. That's why it's good. At least when they're famous, you can, like, Google them and see what they're like. <laughs> you can Google and find I've out been the talking worst to a photos. Singer, I've been talking to a singer, and I can, I've, like, watched a few of his things. Like, I'm not too familiar with stuff, but it's, like, I've watched, like, so I can see how he, like, moves. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, but I'm not going to know until I meet him if he's you, good. The smell. Yeah, God, it's the smell. so much about the smell because if you smell funky. Yeah, or just, just not a matte. Like some people, it's just like, I'm always like, what cologne are you wearing? Like I'm not wearing anything. And I'm like, oh my like, God, God, I'm supposed to have a baby yeah, with I'm you. Ovulating. I'm it literally supposed ovulate. to have a child with you. Some smells definitely. And I wonder if that's like some sort of ancestral like It is. It's the pheromones. Like it's connection. It is. It's, it's supposed to. And it's like it's. Like it compensates for your. <laughs> wherever your DNA is lacking they yeah, have like the, it is. the, the I think other so. chromosomes that will fix it all and but compensate. sometimes I'm horrified by who smells right I'm like oh no not you I go oh no <laughs> once it was like oh my god I'm gonna say a name will you bleep it, it, it what, 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 who, Rick Moranis no I was in I'm in New York <laughs> will I bleep it wait let me if you want me to bleep it I I'll will. just say who it was okay I'll, t- I'll, I'll text you if you want me to bleep it because it's mean to him and he's not anyone but um say it you're gonna send it to me you're going to text it and I'll see it? With an O at the end. Okay. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, you smell great. And he's like, I'm not wearing anything. I was like, oh, God, I have to go. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, you have low standards for me. Why him? It's so strange. It's so. Do you ever, like, look back? Like, seriously, do you ever look back on the people you've dated and go, what the fuck was I thinking? Uh, every single time. Yeah. I go like, what the hell? I mean, some of them like, like Kurt and I had very good sexual chemistry, so I'm like, I'm okay with that. I get it, and we were really good friends, intellectually stimulating. Yeah. But then I see why I'm like, oh, we couldn't be together too. I see why we couldn't. Before that, it's like 
I was dating guys that I didn't respect because it was like some power thing that I had. So I would date these guys I had no respect for. I hated them. And then I would just have like Kurt as wow. my friend, my guy friend. So I was I always have like this guy friend that I had like the friendship part with. And then I would go fuck these losers, like losers. That's and like interesting. if I tipped them, I'd be like, I wanna fuck you. <laughs> Did I tip you? Dudes do it that way. Yeah. I mean, but men and women can go yeah. through that. Did you figure out, like, did you find any core issue, what your drive was to do that? Yeah, I think it was a, I was, it was a fear of, like, losing control and a fear of rejection. And also I had, like, shit happen to me with a teacher in high school. So then I was like, I think it was like that. I didn't want people to feel like they had an authority over me. But now I realize, and I, it was a low self-esteem thing. Kurt really built my self-esteem up like he was really really it was a very very important good relationship Hel- would you he- consider it a healthy relationship no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> it just was important no but like Those healthy things are things, not mutually exclusive. there were there were hiccups of like <laughs> incredibly important healthy things and yeah. then like oh god we've got to go we're we gonna go. die the ship is sinking we the are gonna great. die the ship is sinking and it's blood we're <laughs> yeah. bleeding i'm getting paid for this gig but i really gotta go i can't play into the sinking well ship. when you well you know these people when you date people they're just they're bringing up all your issues and they're you're, they're they're an example or like a way to like work out stuff with your parents or whatever and so Kurt was very much like my dad right where it was like so sweet and great and then there was this other side you know and then but my person you know like my dude like Kurt like I love Kurt forever like forever like Kurt's my boy are you guys still friends now yeah yeah we are yeah you're just meant to be friends yeah because it's interesting like you talk about the issues that come up some people either compliment your issues in a sense where they balance them out and they don't exacerbate whatever your downfalls are yeah. or they exacerbate it and it makes it worse and it's this big explosion yeah. of complete unhealthy toxicity. Well, I get very like, I get really attracted to damage in other people. I, and I, Most people do. Brian I did Simpson said the best thing I ever heard. He goes, here's your problem. He goes, you're, you're attracted to brilliance. And I am like brilliant. Like Kurt's brilliant. Like the last guy I dated who shall be not mentioned he Rick is Moranis. brilliant. It's Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. <laughs> it's Leif Schreiber. <laughs> Just kidding. Come at oh, me. Oh God, Ray he's Donovan. My, he's my. <gasps> he's my John Stamos. Woo! Like he's my dude. He's my celebrity guy. Schreiber and then is? someone fucking wrote on one of my uh, my podcasts where I hadn't mentioned it. He goes, "Doesn't she kind of look like Leif Schreiber?" And everyone's like, "She kind of does." And I'm like, "We're supposed to fuck. Guys, like we look alike." Yeah. Also, you're attracted to like what kind of looks yeah. like. Yeah. Also, like back off. Like <laughs> stop telling me I look like Leif Schreiber. Actually, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. But you know what? Leave does have a, a feminine look to he's him. He's so I like big noses. Yeah, he's got like nice shots. And Kirk kind of looks like a Simpsons version. Like if they drew <laughs> Leave Schreiber, it would look like Kirk. He looks like Leave Schreiber mixed with another culture. Yeah. Kirk, for <laughs> yeah. sure. It's with like a cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kurt, but that was spot. Oh my god. But I like um because Kurt is a huge dick, and I've been just like, I, I mean. Like one of the biggest you've been It's just with? a very, very big. Good dick. Very impressive dick. Wow, Kurt. And everyone knows that it's out. Big J talks about it. it. He does stories about it and stuff. But I, when we were dating, I was like, you should, people should be able to see on stage that you have a big dick. Tight pants. Yeah, so we I got him bulge. pants. Yeah, I, I was like, it's important that they know what you got. And I was like all proud of it. I'm Did like, you buy him a pair of pants? So yeah, no, I didn't pay for it, but I like took him shopping. Yeah. And so I, all of his jeans, I got him and they all show it. And now like a year after we broke up, I'm like in the back of the comedy store, just literally like ovulating. So horny, like not going to fuck him, but like in the back, just like sweating, like he's on stage. Like, I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm falling for my own trick. Like I tricked myself. I'm like, 
You dressed it up so big. cute. Oh my god. You were god. like you're like a pageant mom for a dick. Oh my god. You're I could like, I give him a sash. You're on the side, but you're also squirting because you want it so it bad. won yeah, it won uh <laughs> Mr. It won the West swimsuit. Hollywood. <laughs> it won swimsuit. It won evening gown. Oh, uh, one banana hammock. You oh my god. <laughs> you should like de- like put lipstick on it, contour it, and like dress it up in a nice ball gown. His dick was in uh Who is America, the Sasha Baron Cohen show. They did an upskirt and it was his dick. No. It was a bad angle that was like it looked yeah, that's like a Alf. terrible angle. That's that's all aerial and yeah, no you don't just see tip. Yeah, it'd just be like a dick looking at you straight on. But it's just like, I mean, I'm just like just I'm like asking people. I watched a comic pee the other day. I was like, "Can I watch you pee?" Wow. Yeah, like I just the female Louis C.K. Yeah, you asked. You're so kind. I know. <laughs> I am. I want to get. I want to like try to like Louis Louis. Like I want to be like. <laughs> I'd be like Louis. Will you watch me? Honestly, like why you, not? He probably. I wonder if he would also masturbate in that scenario. I mean, I I don't know Louis well, but I like. I mean, I've always liked him. Would you masturbate in front of Louis? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, for the story alone. Maybe I would. Do you think I also those girls did him. it for the story? I think it was think probably it was like a kind of like a weird, funny thing that was happening. And then when they, because I would do that too. Like if something like that happened, I'm like, I'm telling everyone. And then he was <laughs> married. So then his his manager was like, don't tell people. Which by the way, I'm like, that's the best man. I'm like, can I, can he yeah, be my manager? Would, my manager would be like, I already called the news. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> we're getting no. you up there. <laughs> Good manager's like, no. Nope. No, but, and I think so when they felt silenced is when it became a thing. But I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know if they were traumatized or not. I just like have been like, real shits happened so when i heard yeah, those stories i was seriously. like guys and also we're built on trauma it's like you should have come out funnier from the room i would have been Absolutely. funnier if i was traumatized but bring it to the stage yeah what human hasn't experienced trauma and it's like people who constantly victimize themselves yeah like, come on well you're giving up your agency and you're like you're saying like i wasn't able to say what i really wanted then that's a you problem you yeah that work is on a you that. problem you gotta and use knows, your voice and he may maybe he's like maniacal and i don't know that and maybe they know something i don't know yeah there stuff. could be a dark side yeah and i don't i don't know but it's like i just think he's so funny and i like he's um, very vulnerable on stage and he's a pervert and we're i'm a pervert like yeah we're per- i mean i've done things to open micers that like <laughs> They could really. Ooh. Sure, you want to say that? Yeah, come at me, bitch. You she tooed people. I she tooed. I've got some he tos against me. I have some he tos against me. I mean, but you know, if if we're going by like I'm more successful than them or whatever, right? But my thing is like Using if your you persuasion. go, but if you go into the room, right, and you say if you feel like your career was taken, if there's things I don't know, like if they really literally like someone was like plucked a thing from them. And like you can't, you can no longer work. Which I just, there's so many avenues in comedy. Like nobody, you could like, Literally you could cement right. me into a wall, and I would start a yes. fucking show there. Like if you I'm never, to, yes. I'm never gonna. Nothing would stop me from doing comedy. And I think sometimes we have like, this is a dream job. So you dream a thing, and you think you're gonna get that thing because you dreamed it. And then when you don't get it, you go, oh, what was it? Instead of going like, what did I not do, or did I not? Did it just not happen for me, or did I not work hard enough? Did I not focus? Did I stop and do this instead? you go to like what happened to me to make me not happen because make me not get it. It's like when I did Montreal, it's like victimizing these yourself. girls that I was friends with told people I fucked Jeff Singer to get into it. Jeff Singer's the producer for the people. They said I fucked the fedora guy to get into it. somebody told me that. I Isn't think that I, I so fucked up? I that like No, it was like a ago, huge rumor. Years ago. I found out like four years That's after. Right. It was so it was insulting. About you and one other comic. I can't remember who the other comic was. It's so insulting. And I've as only as heard as myself. A, you know, usually like when it comes down to like cattiness women are the worst to women Mm -hmm. and women i feel like especially this whole me too thing to your point there's so much quicker i think what you're saying is like 
you ask what happened outside of yourself instead of taking accountability right. for what you could have done, right. how you can pivot. You're so competitive that you're thinking about, I got something. And instead of going like, did she work harder than me? Which I did. Did Is she funnier <laughs> than me? I am. Like, do I not make excuses and just go do it and not do the thing? Like, do I not spread rumors about people instead of working? I do. I do. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just like. Stay in your lane, eyes down, write jokes, bitches. And be All these undeniable. girls complaining about like they're not being enough women on lineups and stuff. I'm I'm on every lineup. Yes. They say none of them follow me. Yep. You don't like female comedians. You you want to be on you want to be on an all female lineup. These or are the you, girls they're who just thinking about themselves. Yep. You know, it's like because here's the thing. Okay, I'll I'll say this. You can get past to the comedy store, uh, but. No other women can ever work there. Or do you want all women to work there and then you can never work there? You know, like yeah. that's the question I always want to ask people. Yep. It's like, what well, is it about? Because it comes down to like, what is it really, at a, what is it about? You're hiding behind other people, this like, this movement or whatever. Yeah. Because you selfishly want something. Just say what you want. Say what you want. Be real about I it. I want to be on that. And yes. be so good that it's weird you're not on it. Absolutely. And stop, stop like acting like you're for women. Yeah, stop that's so annoying. Stop like you're pro-woman and being like, oh, it's all about the sisterhood. And then you're spreading rumors exactly. about some girl fucking Well, somebody. that was when I, because I was marching and stuff. I was like all into the Me Too thing in the, the beginning. Did you put the pussy hat on? I put the pussy hat on. It's yeah. so fucking embarrassing. Like a man, a, a right-wing man made that hat. He had to have. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it was. I was in a. <laughs> or Kurt, grandma. I was a terrible hat Kurt had to deprogram me like I was like in a cult I was in a cult of victimhood I could see you being in a cult I really was I've been in a couple <laughs> but I get out of it I get out hard and then I blast your asses but um but it was like I was like you know because I was hanging out with all these like honestly I was hanging out with a bunch of lesbians I was hanging out with a bunch of like girls that did you know uh gender studies in high school and stuff like yeah and it's like if you want to live in the victimhood of being a woman that's fine but I have brothers like I worked my ass off to get here I nobody helped I was the jungle book kid like yep. that's how I was raised it's like I got here because of me not a because black I'm a girl I'm a, girl, a black panther was your neighbor <laughs> it was a black guy <laughs> it was a black panther and a bear it was a black gay panther. guy and a black man that raised you yeah, it was, great. <laughs> it was a, a bear, bear in West Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we came up with a cartoon <laughs> I'll get Ryan Ling to make it. Did you, you've been sober for a hot minute. I stopped, um, I stopped drinking, uh, it'll be 11 years, January 28th. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. That's amazing. It was after my first open mic. I remember seeing you and Tate in the hallway talking about your sobriety. Yeah, yeah Tate got me sober. How did Tate get you sober? He, well, he, I lived in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and so did he, and I was a waitress for him and all of his little AA friends, and they were so annoying. <laughs> they would come in. I mean, Tate is... Annoying. I love him. Yeah. But imagine like you're not in Hollywood. Oh, you're man. just in Santa Fe. Here's this guy in a top hat. You're like, what are you wearing? <laughs> With a beard that curls the, six inches. Yeah, he's like, he comes in. He, they're ordering just sodas. I'm like, can I get some fucking alcohol sales up in this bitch? <laughs> they all smell like They're wood. annoying. They're being like, they're being little shit talkers. I'm like, one guy, I had gained weight because I was just like on a straight like jizz and Jaeger diet. Mm. And I gained weight. And Holiday the guy, season. like, I don't know why he saw my ID, but one of his friends, Tim Frankie, fuck. He goes, um, <laughs> he goes, he goes, ooh, what happened? About, and I go, I will fucking spit in all of your fucking club sodas. Your little splash of crayon is going to be my period, you bitch. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, album title, <laughs> Splash <of> <laughs> <Crayon>. <laughs> And then Which you fell like in love bullshit. with Tate? And then I fell in love with Tate. No, then Tate. So I just, I've just been friends with Tate for, oh my God. And like, he's been sober for like 20 years. Yeah. And we've been friends for like 18 years maybe. And then, so at that time he had just gotten sober. No, he had been sober for a while. Then I went, I went to, cause I knew him in Santa Fe when I was drinking crazy. He actually put on, 
Tate is actually very important in my life. He put on, he knew I wanted to do stand-up when I was just this bartender there. Just crazy, like fucking blowing everyone. And um, he he knew I wanted to do stand-up. And um, so I was just like a drunk bartender, fucking chubby <laughs> Jaeger and Jizz to the fucking, like literally like if I hiccuped, some would fall out of my mouth. And <laughs> some really wanting woman would catch it in her snatch and well, have a baby. I had, I was hooking up with, I worked at the cowgirl and then there was this place, Willie's, this cowgirl. bar that was like two places down. Yeah, you had to wear, it wasn't humiliating enough to be a waitress. You had to wear a cowboy hat. Oh, I worked a couple of those places too. So then, but it was fun. It was actually a really fun place. So then I, there was a guy at Willie's this guy that worked uh, at this bar like two things down and we would go, he had a Jaeger machine, he would give me, so we, we were Jesus. dating. He was like MMA before MMA and I was like, ugh, I was so like, I'm a Quaker, I don't give a shit about fighting, now I'm like doing jujitsu. Like. And, and now he's AA? Now he's AA, from, MM, from, <laughs> from MMA, MMA to, to AA. AA. <laughs> <laughs> and a little A to A in between, a little ass to ass in between. And the ATM. They woke up A to A to Aing, and then they were like, oh shit, I, I better stop uh, MMA, or I better stop, they were MMAing Till they A to A, and then they had to go to AA. And then they went ATM. And then they went ATM. Then they were tested positive for HPV. And now they have HPV. That's just the science of letters. Yeah, and they're going to die <laughs> of AIDS. And addiction. <laughs> and how did yeah. Tate introduce you to stand-up? So he knew I wanted to do stand-up, so there was a karaoke night, and he set a whole thing up so that I could do stand-up. Isn't that so nice? That's, it's really So I did my really little sweet. abortion jokes, you know, you know your first, like, jokes are all. Do you have them recorded? No. What Do you was remember it? your set? I remember my first joke. My first joke was good. What was it? It was um, my mom just joined Facebook and it's so embarrassing. She tags me in this like humiliating picture today. This baby picture that's so embarrassing. Like in it, her vagina makes my head look so small. <laughs> that's good, right? <laughs> yeah. It's about your mom's vagina. Yeah. It's really and good. it's a misdirect. Like I like figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Crowning, crowning joke. Are you close beginning. to your mom? Yeah, but we, you know. What? She a bitch, but I love her. Is she a bitch? No, it's just there's some like I, we've worked through our stuff. We've worked through our stuff, but it was like she like has caused some scenes at my shows and just like done stuff where it's like it's <sighs> just like That's and like, I love her. I understand her. She was adopted. Like she's mm. she needs attention. And I the last time I did ayahuasca, I had this whole vision of my mom like this cute little girl just wanting attention and and how hard her life must have been. Her mom, her adoptive mom died when she was pregnant with me and my twin brother, like how hard that must have been. Mm -hmm. And she had been diagnosed with six months to live 15 years before. So my mom always was worried about her mom dying, you know? Ugh. So I would just, and then she dies right when she needs her. So I understand how hard my mother's life has been. And then she didn't want twins. So she had three kids instead of two. You know, she was just overwhelmed. Oh, my dad was working all the time. And so I understood that. And I was like in this ayahuasca trip, just like, really being able to see her point of view and I just like I can't wait to give her this credit she needs you know and then I call her up and I'm like mommy like I just you know I just I love you I just want to let you know I like and she goes oh cool I gotta go like click, didn't care at all I started laughing I was like that's the lesson that my mom needs attention but she'll never be able to get it from me yes I'll never be the one that you can give it to her it. and that that's okay because that's just not what it's it, not your job it's just not my job and I realized that the guy I had been seeing on and off and had a weird friendship thing with he was my mom. Kurt was my dad. He was so I worked through my Kurt's my dad stuff with Kurt, and then my mom stuff with this other guy. And I was like, oh wow, like he, I'm not me being into him and like giving him all this stuff. Like isn't he needs it spread out from so many people because yep. and the truth is they need it from themselves. Yeah, they do. But they're Absolutely. not going to get it. So no. instead they'll take it from like as many people as possible. They'd rather have shallow interactions that are make them feel good than a deep one. It's too scary to have a yeah. deep one. You have to show up for it. Yeah. You have to be accountable for somebody. Mm -hmm. When you have a bunch of shallow ones, it's just it's easier yeah. to sort of 
jump around on them like they're just yeah. rocks in a creek. And you it makes stay, you stay too long. And it's like, and once you can see that stuff, it makes it easier to not take it personally, even though I still have these moments of like, you know, where I'm like, but I just, my whole child was my, like me being like, mommy, mommy, you know? And it's, she was just like, bitch, like you're cramping my style. <laughs> She's like, I'm not done with me. I'm not done with me. We're still on me, bitch. We're not on you. I feel, I mean, a little bit of that went but on with her. my mom too, a little bit. You yeah. know, she, she was going through a lot because my dad was not really emotionally available. His dad had two families at the same time wow. and he knew about it, but he couldn't. You're like gambling, you're done. Yeah. You're yeah. so funny. <laughs> I love when you talk about your dad. <laughs> I love gambling. I always joke about how people always ask, like, after my dad le- died, what did he leave me? I was like, debt, bitch. Yeah. I didn't get, like, <laughs> earrings. I got some number to a duty. It was like a G2. <laughs> like, he got me two broken kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of, like, loser lotto tickets. I, like, literally bread bags of loser lotto tickets oh were in God. my dad's cabinet. I love it. Yeah. Couple those. Kansas spam. <laughs> Kansas spam. <laughs> he loved, like, the the whatever that meat was like oh god he used to get this like frozen meat it was called like chunks or something like that and he'd make sandwiches out of it he, it was steakums steakums yeah that's good oh my steakums god like, yeah, that's white trash too <laughs> like fuck yes steakums and ice cream sandwiches and yeah but there's this one home video uh that's similar to what you just described of me like literally my mom's filming it's my neighbor sarah my sister and me sitting on the couch and my mom goes to Sarah, say hello, Sarah. And Sarah's like, hello. And then she pans to my sister. My mom's like, say hello, Emily. And my sister's like, hello. And then she pans to me and she's like, say hello, Jesse. And I'm like, poop. <laughs> 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 because I was such a little rebel because I, I never got. Yeah, you like, wanted that attention. I wanted the yeah. attention. There's I know. Some- well, think about like if we had kids, it's like you have to like. Think of how much attention we get. Like we work in attention. That's we do. what our job that's is. Our, it's it's our, it's our, that's our like life We post source. pictures of our at, like we, yeah. we are attention. Yes. We hoard we're attention. attention. We're Sherpa, we're attention Sherpas. Yeah. We're, we're equally as, as needy as we are, you know. You got to give out. Yeah. Too. It's like yeah. give and take. We but give it's like, and take. I mean, there are times when I'm like, I got to post something. Like I just, <laughs> I posted a picture of my ass today because I was like, someone needs to put a baby in me. Yeah. Like, Come get me. I'm a queen looking for a king. Yes, you're looking for a king. I'm looking for a king. Do you feel like you're in a place in your life where you're going to be in a healthy relationship? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Because you've done a lot of self-work. Yeah, I work on I mean, you've done ayahuasca. You've done ketamine. (laughs) You've done done crack. You've done heroin. (laughs) You've done so much work on yourself. those are natural. You snort Adderall. I'm on a little Adderall now. Those are, you know, those are changing. I do drugs that that give give to me and I learn. Those drugs, like... They change and transform people. Like Molly, I don't do because it takes too much brain from me. Yeah. It takes too much. I'm too like sad the next day. And it's just not, it just to me, it doesn't, it feels like a party and not a, and ketamine I, I've gone overboard with where it's like, oh, am I doing this to help myself or am I just doing it because I want to do some K? What is it like to do ketamine? It's a what dis- was like it's the first a dis- time? It's a disassociative. Well, the first time I did it was New Year's 2000. I was 16. And uh, <laughs> we were in... Usually what happens, kids use it. We they were in... It. Well, I didn't know. It was, I, okay, so we were in uh, Mount Air... Or no, we were in Maniunk in Philadelphia. I grew up in Philadelphia. And I had this friend, John, and his sister was older. She was 23. And I had only guy friends and this one girl who literally die, bitch. I mean, I don't have grudges, <laughs> but die. Uh, die, bitch, die. <laughs> bitch, no, don't die, but. You know, just like emotionally. Don't die. die don't die. Don't die. We we don't have a great anybody. life. Actually, yeah. you know, have a wonderful life. We, hope, we wish the best for you. I actually really am. <laughs> Love and light, cunt. Love and light. <laughs> Love and light your way, cunt. Love and light your That's way, That's my, like, fucker. I want that to be, like, my my vibe underneath. Like, love and light, cunt. Love and light. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you the best. Get away from me. 
But um, so I hung out with these dudes, and so we we go like our crew goes to his sister's house, and it's just like all these grownups were drinking, and we go, and they give me I think it's coke, right? So I'm like, all right, I do like a big line. I'm like in a K hole. I'm like so fucked up. It's like a numbing like, and then we had to then some guy they get in a, um. Someone calls a black guy the N-word, and he kicks the window oh. in. It's crazy. Like, these guys just walked in, like, that were not a part of the party, just walked in. And it was a bunch of, like, white, 23-year-old, like, yuppie people that were, like, afraid of the black people to be like, can you leave? You don't belong here. So then it's pent up, right? Everyone's Jesus. like, this is weird that there are these strangers here. And then, so then it's pent up, and some guy just does exactly the wrong thing to do. Just goes so, ra- like, and then Close the Michael guy Richards. kicks the, they shatter the window. They shatter the window. So then they're like, everyone has to go. I've just snorted. Like I'm like, huh? And it's my car. It's my Camry. So then I have to drive. I go to my friend John. I go, you have to drive. He goes, no, I'm not driving. So then I remember I kept stopping at all the green. I kept stopping at the green lights. Like, on, on K. Yeah, on K. And I kept going through the red lights thinking they were like, I mean, I was just so fucked up. And we made it. But it was like, oh, my God. You I drove on a disassociative drug. I was like. I feel that all the time. I'm always like, how am I not dead? All of the drinking and driving we did as kids and just Dude, all the different stuff we were I have a doing. joke about that now when people are like what do you miss the most about drinking I'm like the driving <laughs> <laughs> happy place <laughs> what was what was ayahuasca like ayahuasca is like the most beautiful thing I've ever done in my life you should do it, it I want to do it I really really want to do both I okay had- the first time I did ayahuasca was about six months ago and um I was performing I was in the main room at the comedy store I was spinning over a guy doy I was like <laughs> freaking out about a guy I just gone bowling he wanted me to meet his friends he go- we- he wanted me to meet his friends he's holding my hand in public and then uh he goes let's go bowling and my friends I go can we fuck again like I'd rather actually like fuck I'd rather like get to know you before we get I'd into like this like know relationship <laughs> stuff where yeah. I'm like meeting your friends and stuff and he goes oh and also I just want to let you know I'm still seeing other people and stuff I go why am I meeting your friends what are you yeah weird mind games whatever it doesn't matter but um but I'm mad I'm on stage I'm like pit. I just gone to this bowling thing where I'm like he's like trying to hold my hand I'm like don't fucking hold my hand I'm, like meeting his friends like hi nice to meet you and then we're just in a corner I'm like what's up why are you making me chase you dude yeah you fucking chased me and I why are you dick? like what's going on why aren't you fucking me like what's the deal yeah, what are we what, what are we playing with yeah here? what's going on like why we're young I, why aren't we penetrating well, one of us was young <laughs> Why haven't I been penetrated yet? Yeah, why why is this like I, why is this like leave it to Beaver I'm meeting your family when it's like how about yeah. get to Beaver? Are you a Mormon? How about get inside the Beaver? <laughs> get to the Beaver. Get to the Beaver. Don't leave it to Beaver. Leave I'm like, it eat in me the beaver. out. Why are we here? Yes. You can't eat me out of the bowling alley though that sounds so hot. And once Gross. Ben Burlinger the smell. Ben Burlinger, you're married. You got kids now, but shout out. Would I hooked up with him. No, we went we went to a bowling alley. A blowing. Why isn't that a thing? It should be blowing out. Yeah, yeah you blowing get in there. Alley. But so we were, we went bowling. I got wasted. I lost my glasses that night, and we went back to his <laughs> house. And I dry humped him in front of his mom's house <gasps> until he came in his pants. That's hot. I want to dry that's hump like, again. The guy I've been talking hot. to, we've been talking about dry humping. That's hot because it's like it's it's uh, resistant. You know what I mean? There's something kind of hot about not doing the full thing, right? Like yeah. just a little bit of pause with that. Yeah, there is because you go all in, and it's there's Wait. nothing like left. Nothing left in his balls. Well, there's just nothing. It's like, if you build it, it's like hotter. It's like tantra, it is. you know? Like, you fucking get hornier and hornier. Yeah, and I feel like for women, that's so important. Yeah. We are, it take you gotta warm us Or you're up. gonna be down there, you're gonna get fucking jolly. You're gonna be, it's gonna be a whole Sade album before you're, I come. Yeah, it's that gonna, happened you're once. You're gonna start a fire. He goes, I, went, he goes, I ate y'all to an rock. entire 
Sade album. And I was like, you put on Sade. Like, that's so funny. He was trying to make me come so hard. He put on Sade. I didn't even notice. Yo, Sade can't make you come. Dude, no, I was like go. mental. It was mental issues. No, he was very good. He was in my phone as the mouth. He was so good. He I'd be like, mouth. Good. <gasps> but now, honestly, since Kurt, like Kurt's dick was so big that I'm like, I only, I'm like, I don't even care. I used to only want to be eaten out. And I'm like. Yeah, but you know what? You got to go. You just got to follow the flow. If it's a good dick, you just follow the dick. If it's a good mouth, you follow the mm. mouth. If it's, you know. You just lean into whatever it is. You just lean is. into whatever. If it's, it's a really butt, small dick, I guess you like anal. Get Get dinner. Yeah, go have get, a bias yeah. stuff. Do not before you fucking do anal. <laughs> oh God! Don't have dinner. Have soup. No, have no. soup in the morning. Yeah, you should have soup in the morning. Just, just like a bone broth. Listen, I had. I'm gonna tell you this story because I was gonna tell it on my podcast, but I, my sister-in-law just like it's I, just to look her in the eye and be saying <laughs> like I just know she's what, but she won't care either. But it's like okay, so I hooked up with this guy and he was Irish and he had not a big dick, so I was like, was it a little lucky charm. He had a little lucky charm. But so I was like, and we had we were having like an affair. Like it was like, we're not gonna be in a relationship ever. I met him in Ireland. He someone like warned me, like, he's a womanizer. And I went, Oh my god, perfect. I'm a manizer. Yeah. He's so hot. I was like, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want. Yep. So then I like I was like, hey. And then I was just breaking up with my boyfriend. So the minute I did, he came to New York. We hooked up. And um, he took me to this house he has. Like, it was so and I never like hooked up with anyone with money or anything. It was just like hot and had money. Ooh. And um so I was like, squirt I want to do anal. I was like, I want to do anal. Yeah, I thought he was going to make me squirt. We ended up not hooking up that long, but. Um, you want to do anal with him? Yeah, I was like, let's do anal. But the whole day I was so paranoid. I was I was like, I had like some random porn stars I knew. I was like messaging them. This one porn star was like. <laughs> I would not want to, like a girl or a guy? A girl. Okay. I went like, I went, I'm going to have anal. I'm afraid I'm going to shit on She's like, just don't shit on his dick. And she literally unfollowed me because I think she was like, ew, you haven't had anal? Like she literally was like, why are you talking like, about why, anal? How are you my friend? She was like, this is like, let's like brunch. Like what are you yeah. talking about? Anal. <laughs> Like yeah, like she's like, are you year. kidding me? I was like 34 and hadn't fucking had anal sex. So then um, I just like wanted to try it. I was also going to have him pee on me, but we didn't get that far. I just what? wanted to try you things. Get peed on? No, but I just was like, people like it. But I was like, people like it. So I just want to like, see what it's that's like. It's like avocado toast. You're like, yeah. let me see what the. Yeah, the and then you taste it. You're like, that's not that good. Yeah. It's not, no, it's, it's like, and this, this is going to cost me more than yeah, it's like, worth. This is, not, this is nothing. Now there's, well, there's one in your lap now. That's You're welcome. Cutie. Yeah. So anyway, so. I, he gets a hotel room. I don't eat. I only have soup. Why? He didn't want to do you in the butt on his bed? He didn't. Well, he was staying in the Hamptons. Oh, got it. Um, he was staying in the Hamptons. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. But so he got a hotel room near. I was going to see my nieces in Boston. I was taking a bolt bus for like one dollar, you know. Yo, those you're just like, hope yeah, I make like, it alive. Oh my god, I'm gonna burn to death. Either but part of my torso or <laughs> all of me is gonna arrive. But that asshole will be fucked. <laughs> so he gets a hotel room for me near the bus station. Very nice gentleman to butt fuck me. I don't. I eat soup. Okay. I do an enema. I was staying with Kurt. This is when Kurt and I were just friends. I was staying with Kurt and Karen's ex girlfriend, and I was. Um, I did an enema, and but we only had one buzzer key, so I needed to buzz Kurt in. So I'm doing an enema in his tub, okay? I'm like ass up, face down, got like got in there, like, and then he beeps, and Kurt's like, I can't, you can't let Kurt wait, like he'll fucking freak out. He's like, this is short, like I can't yeah. like, let him He's, stand yeah, out there. It's right. in his house. So I had to cut my asshole. I was like running, like, like penguin walking over, cupping my asshole, like buzzed him in, then went back in the bathroom. I mean, the whole thing was so funny. So then he picks me up. I'm starving. I'm angry. I'm hangry. Of course you are. So then we're like, fuck him. I'm not coming. I'm mad. He's getting annoyed. He's like, can you cut? Like, what's going on? And I'm just like taking forever. And then we fucking, it's like, it doesn't even feel good. I'm not even that into it. It just like wasn't my, th I was like, oh, I don't think this is my thing. And, um, 
And then eventually it was just like, I'm fucking, oh, and then he, I remember he pulled me and he goes, he wanted to cuddle. I was like, I don't want to cuddle yeah, with you. Yeah, not after this. And he goes, he's like, you know, comedy's not going to be enough for you forever. You're going to need to like be intimate. I'm going, but not with you. Yeah, why are you trying to force me Stop. to Stop, like what and are you also, doing? also, Dr. Phil, back up. He was just being annoying. He was just, he was a little bit older than me. So he was like really oh, like God, working that. babying you. But so then, okay, so then I go on the bus, all right, and I call Carly, okay? I'm on the phone with Carly and I'm like, Said, you know, like I'm like whispering, right? Like, hey, you know, I'm like, I'm telling you, like, I just was afraid he's gonna shut on his dick, and shut on his dick. We like, you know, we went out like for I food. I was like hangry. Can come. Like, I was trying to squirt, and it's like I think he's gonna pee on me, right? And I'm like, I think nobody can hear me, right? I think nobody can hear me. So what I do when I go to Boston is my my sister in law works at a bank, and she has a very good job. Yeah. And I meet her at her job, and then we drive back to pick up the girls, and like it's a whole thing. So I go to her work. And her coworker goes, was your sister-in-law on a bolt bus? And, and she goes, yeah. And she goes, uh, my sister was sitting in front of her and heard literally everything she said. <laughs> like, What are the chances What are that? the chances? And we were just like crying laughing. We were <gasps> laughing so hard. And then I, we're like driving to pick up the girls. And I'm trying to talk to her about it because I can't talk about the anal in front of the girls. You know? And I'm like, I don't know if I liked her or whatever. And I'm like, do you like anal? And she's like, I, she goes, I can't tell. She goes, she's like, I can't tell you. Because I'm married to your twin brother, so I can't tell you, like, our life you know, or whatever. You should tell me immediately. And then I was like, well, you don't have to tell me. I have ESP. <laughs> I, felt, I feel it in my ass every time he fucks you. <laughs> but I'm, I fucked you in the ass, bitch. We don't finish each other's sentences. We just we finish each other's, other's anal, anal. Wife's anal. But so um, I've come in your butt, bitch. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I love you. <laughs> She's so precious. I'm sorry. I didn't say her name, did I? But, okay, so then um, we go home, and then I'm constipated. Of course. So she makes me a bowl, she makes me a batch of chili, and then she, my nieces have no clue what's going on. My baby niece, like, walks in, she chili? hands me, she gives me anal chili. And then my niece is, like, handing me a prune, like, here, auntie, mommy said, give me this. Isn't that so funny? It your was niece like, handed you. She gave me a prune because I was from your, butt, from your enema butt sex <laughs> situation. My asshole. It's like a fucking movie scene. It was just so funny. The whole thing <laughs> was like so funny. The way you are in your family is <laughs> the same way I am in my family. I'm just like, oh, God. Were you talking about anal sex on the bolt bus? Yeah. You're like, my asshole is a bolt bus like, right now. Carly, I mean, I was like, immediately, like, Carly. Yeah, Carly's the one you call up when yeah. any sort of those situations happen. I was in a hard Carly time, too. I was, like, in a good, like, Carly and I were going hard then. She's the best. <laughs> Carly is the greatest. She's the fucking best. When I was smoking cigarettes, I, we would, and I was on the road, we would call each other and FaceTime. I'd be just chain smoking in the bathroom of the hotel. <laughs> just chain smoking. She, she used to do that shit all yeah. the time. Yeah. She's like, dude, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, and we're just, like, chain smoking, talking. About boys. She did tell me once, though, I hooked up with my ex-boyfriend from 10 years ago. I raped him. Let's be real. I'm going to admit I raped <laughs> There's him. There's a lot of accusations. It was 15 years. I raped allegedly, a man. Allegedly. Annie. Allegedly, I raped a man. He, allegedly, okay. Annie Lederman. Yeah, Annie Lederman raped a man. Annie Lederman does yeah, not fuck See? Around. Annie Lederman's a lesbian. Yeah. Annie Letter totally clear because of how I pronounce your name. Okay, so... My ex-boyfriend, I had traumatizing stuff in high school, so my first boyfriend in college, I never fucked. I just sucked his dick all day. I learned how to suck a dick on his dick. That's great. It was great. You, like, need, that, so, you need that education and dick. I, so I've held, and he was always very like respectful and stuff, so I've always held him on this pedestal. Like He's like my, like could have been, you know, like I'm always like, oh, measuring guys up against right, him. Right, you think about him often. He like built his house, and you know, he lives in Stanford. I was like, oh my God, he's so amazing. So I go into town, and I'm like, and I'm because Carly and I, we were talking about, I was like, had gone through a breakup and I was like, I, you know, you know, just looking to attack. I feel like I have this snake of like codependency. Oh, yeah. Or like, like being obsessed with a guy and it, it just jumps from one guy to another yeah. and it slithers and it's just always there. Absolutely. So my snake was looking and like, 
For Carly was like, so I was telling her about this ex-boyfriend. She goes, I think it's him. Like, I think you're supposed to be with him. And I'm like, he lives in New Mexico. Like, this is like a fucking right. So then Go I'm back like, to him. So then I'm like, maybe it is. You know, she's like kind of a romantic. Yeah, you know? she is. So I'm like, you're right. And then so I go to New Mexico and I go like, hey, will you walk me to my car? Like, he, totally not. I haven't. I never fucked him. I haven't when made out with him you since. Saw I was, him. You know, I see. Point. I would see him every like three years or okay. something. You know, or every like few years, yeah. but never like a sexual thing you know like our relationship had always been like we'd see each other out and he'd be like hey you know he was always it was always like a we loved each other yeah. thing you know and he would always there was always you know a couple times when he had girlfriends when I was like you should be with me and he's like I'm already with her but obviously I like you more you know it'd be like things like that but so he so I get there and he was seeing I I go I didn't know that but I was like will you walk me to like my rental or whatever and so we like go to his car and then I'm like hey and I like like I thought like He's just been waiting for me to be like, let's fuck. No, he's just like living his life. Like he's fine. We're friends. Like whatever. I've known him for yeah. 20 years at this point. We can play like, Jenga, but I'm not going to yeah, like, put a wood piece in your So I know puss. I'm like, put a puss, put it in my puss. <laughs> but um, so he's all weird. And I was like, yeah, but still, don't you think we should like make out or something? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I'm like really uncomfortable. Oh no, you and I'm like, another dude? And I'm like, come on. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're like, are you kidding me? This whole conversation. I'm like, I'm my doing mind. so good. I'm like, I'm like fucking killing. I'm like getting famous and shit. Like I was like, I'm like funny as fuck. I you like don't want this famous living pussy? my dreams. Like, don't you want it before? It's like, you're not gonna be able to before have it. Before you can't afford it. Yeah. You can't afford it. Get anymore. it on the budget level. So then I work him, right? He's like, well, I'm seeing this girl. I was like, I'm not really into her. He's like, I'm not, uh, I really don't like her. He's like, obviously I would like to be with you, but I'm like with this other girl and it's like, I don't like her and she's annoying and we're not like really exclusive, but I would feel guilty. Oh, please. So then, Everyone always says but that. he built a house and I was like, I want to see your house. So he built this like beautiful house. He built an amazing house. That's hot. It's so hot. Yeah. And he's just, he was, he sold houses. weed when we were in, in college and he turned it into like a home. He turned he like the weed into like real. He turned work. the mo weed money he into became, home building. He turned it into like another type of business. Like he's a he's the you man. You wanted that entrepreneurial. I was so proud of him. I was like, I was like, I'm proud of you. I learned how to suck a dick on this dick. Like I was like, I want to remember what it looks like. like yeah. I just been so long. So then I wear him down. Like I go to like we have like he's like all right, let's go out to dinner. You think it was like having to like chase well, Carly him and I made it that he was my soulmate. Okay. <laughs> So, so I went in like, plan. I was like, we've got to do You're like, this. There's no way we can't not have this plan. Right. Go through. So I go and I'm like, I'm at his house and we're, <laughs> there's a skylight. He built a skylight and we're like looking up at the stars. Is that where he recharges his dick during the day? It's where he puts his, dick in the, his Tesla dick. <laughs> but we're like, that amazing testicles. Dick. he's got a dick and two Teslas. But, um, <laughs> So we're like, we're, you know, I'm like, and it's so romantic. And then he like brings up this girl or something. And I'm oh. like, no, I go, look, I like start straddling him, start making out. He goes, he goes, look, I just feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, dude, I go, I just have to say something. You have a house, you have a business, you're hot, you're cool, you're successful. Like you're going to get married and have a kid soon. I, this is my shot. Like, this is our time to fuck. Like we should fuck. We had this whole thing. <laughs> like, sales pitch. I was like, we should fuck. This is like it. And he goes. He goes, okay, <laughs> right? So then he's like, all right. So we bone down. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> His dick's skylight? amazing. I was like, and I was like, I just want to show you my body. Like, I just was like, I want to like be with you. Like, I never was with you. And um, so then we fuck. It's like hot. And then the next day he's like ghosty and weird. Of and like, yeah, because I fucking you, took advantage you, you of him. You raped him. I raped him. <laughs> you raped him. Like, and I'm like so, I can't believe you're he's like not just like sweating <laughs> me because we just had such bomb sex. We had like really good sex. And then he was like, that was good. Like, he was like, that was really fun the other night when I saw him. He's like, and I was like, well, let's do it again. He's like, we can do it again. He's like, but you know, not tonight. Or he's like, but you're going to give me that role. You're like a budget Weinstein. But here's another thing. But here's another thing. Because <laughs> he goes, he goes, well, 
because we were talking about because I loved him so much and he had told me this thing he had read this thing that Cheryl Strahan and she writes this uh, con- the woman who wrote Wild yeah and Stra- Strahan or whatever yeah. she writes this this advice column and he was telling me about this one column that she wrote about this couple had written in and they were like should we have kids or should we stay just like have fun and live our lives or whatever and she said you just have in these when you make these decisions you just have to realize that you're casting off a ghost ship of a life you could have had oh. so yeah so you have all these ghost Jesus. ships every time you Pessimism. choose to be with someone or not be no it's not that she goes you have so you make a choice you say like okay no, we're not going to have kids. And then your family is cast off in a ghost ship and you can look at it and you can admire the idea of it, but you can never have it and it won't be yours. Whoa. Right? So he's saying this. He's saying this to me and I go like, I'm like, well, you're like my ghost ship. You know, you're like, I I could see my life with you. You I loved him in a special way and he was there for me in a different way. Because you and Carly had decided it on a But also then that, right, but then also we're chain smoking. I was probably high. (laughs) I was probably on edibles or something. I mean, I was like, so then, and I just gotten out of a relationship. It was so obviously like this rebound, like yeah. needing to feel loved or whatever. Re- and he was re- someone that showed rebound. me, but he was the one that like had showed me the most like unconditional love as of a boyfriend. So, you know, I'm like, you know, you, you're in my ghost ship. And he goes, he goes, oh, well, like, would you move? Like, would you ever move here? And I go, no, I have like a whole thing. <laughs> like, like, no, 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 I'm fine. So I just I'm like toying okay. with him. So he's God. like, okay, maybe, you know, like he's like. And then I'm like, oh no, whatever. You're like, I but don't want that. I don't guess what? That. He has a fucking baby now. You're I knew welcome. it. I called it. I called it. You're I called it. Welcome. It's mine. I Every time you me. sit in that sunlight room, think of Annie straddling you like Raping the date you. rapist she is. The heart. But we're friends. Harriet Weinstein. But I hurt. I like. I, I like. It was. I put a lot on him. Like, you ever just like try to step back and imagine what you look like? to oh, other people every day i know i'm like i i work on it i've been working on it for <laughs> years i'm like you know what i'm a little loud you know what yeah. I, I didn't need to be so truthful mm-hmm. sometimes people don't need my opinion i didn't they didn't need to pull my finger and me fart right <laughs> <laughs> but wait before this we were talking about ayahuasca right ayahuasca i have no clue how i got into that but the moral we of the story it, is yes. this is what i was gonna say about carly she fucking goes after he's ghosting me and stuff and I leave, I'm still clinging to it because it was my new thing. Of course. Carly goes, you should send him a poem. I go, Carly? Shit. I, Carly. I'm so happy that I didn't do that. Well, Carly doesn't understand that she's literally the most smoking, perfect angel. Like, guys will take a poem from that bitch. Yeah, they'll take a poem Carly's from Carly's got they'll frame game. It. Yeah. Carly's taught me to do things to dicks that, like, I upped my beach game with Carly to a level that I didn't think I could get to. Beach? Yeah. Carly, I need some of these beach tricks. Is that bad to be saying that? No. She's the queen. There should be a, there's a courses queen. of, you know. Carly's a queen. There's definitely like courses at, to teach women how to do it a little bit better. I love that more dogs keep. It's There's so many. I mean, you have 17 dogs. I have the amount of dogs that women I have who I die alone. You? That's what I have. That's it's like, that. They'll eat you. They'll eat you. They wait a week. Cats oh, eat so you in like three cute. days. Cats eat you quicker because they're a little bit more demonic. Okay, so I did the first. I was mad at this guy. I'm on stage. I get off stage. There's a man in the audience, a man and a woman in the audience, and they just have a really a glowing presence. Okay, they just seem wonderful. Lit. So I get off stage. They, this guy smiles at me, and I go, oh, like so kind, and I high five him. And my set was like, it was pretty good, but I was like, Matt, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have like a set where it's like, it's good, but you're like, ah, yeah, ah. I was yeah, like, kind of fucking bowling with this fucking you're guy. You're still whizzing. Yeah, yeah, little, yeah. And I'm like, did hot. I do work tonight? Like, yeah. did I, was this work? What did I do? Did I learn anything? What did I just do? I just <laughs> took them on a ride. But, you know, I did well. And um, so then I was like staying, there. I was chain smoking cigarettes for some point. Brody had just died, so I was like very like, really like, 
clung to the comedy store, which I am now too. I'm having like a little birdie relapse, but like clinging to the the comedy store like the a community. real yeah like really and just staying late and chain smoking just being so bad i remember i kept going for brody i'm smoking for brody like brody would want me to be like get it don't do that <laughs> but um so i'm like chain smoking cigarettes i'm staying late i'm like why am i still here like it felt like i was there for a reason and i go into the office and one of the guys that works there goes oh my god my friend wanted to meet you you high-fived him He's in from South Africa. You're his favorite comedian. He's been here twice. And he, uh, he's every time he's like, I really like that girl, Annie. And that's like, I mean, it feels really good. Yeah, like, you're like, so then I'm like, he's, he's trying my to, new soulmate. I'm like, he's trying to fuck me. And he goes, he's gay. He's not trying to fuck you. <laughs> he just genuinely likes you. And um, you're like, there's some reason he loves me because I'm damaged. Right. And I can't imagine anybody loving I know. me. I'm, I'm like, damaged. what could it be? I mean, I'm getting, my confidence is. You're, it's rising you're, now. Yeah. I'm like you're glow. You're glowing now. Yeah. I see a difference in you. I feel my. I feel my power. You feel lighter. Feel you feel power. lighter. Yeah. There's less darkness. Yeah. I'm not like. There's nothing to like defend myself from. Yeah. No, I'm like getting rid of the prickliness. Yes, and you feel more present to me. Mm-hmm. You feel more like just honest in in the moment. Yeah. And so this guy. So he. So I'm talking to him, and he goes. I go. What does he do? He goes. He's a meditation teacher. I go. I love meditation. He's doing a weekend this weekend. I go, oh, I want to do it. And he goes. All right. I'll tell you the truth. He's an ayahuasca shaman, and he is doing a thing up in San Diego this weekend. And he's like, I think he should do it with us. He's, there was a dropout, and I think there's one spot left because it's like hard to get into yeah, if so many people want to do it. And you can't have that many people, or the experience wasn't won't work because there's just too much it's too, to it's go around. It's overwhelming for people. So um, he goes, and I go, Why well, have my weekend spots? I don't want to cancel them. And he's like, Annie, I think you should do it. And I was like, I've really wanted to do ayahuasca. And it like came to me and he high-fived me. And I'm like, why was I here chain smoking? You really, all the, all the universe. Right. So I call him and I talk to him and he's like, we'd love to have you. And I'm like, okay. So then I cancel my spots. I drive to San Diego. I have no clue what I'm getting into. I'm wearing like my Brody sweatshirt. And I like the first, there's a lot of like, like chanting and Native American things and stuff. And I was like, what is this cultural appropriation there's, there's so shit? You know what I mean? To come and, but I was like, what is this? And then after doing it, I was like, you gotta respect the medicine. Like it's a this woman comes to you, Mother Ayahuasca. It's the craziest thing in the whole like world. Like you meet a woman, Mother Ayahuasca. Like I was downloading. People have like a lot of hallucination stuff. I was like downloading information. I was like going through the first time I did it. How many um, times have you done it? Twice. Okay, but you do it two times each weekend at right. San Pedro too, which is cactus, which is a uh, mescaline. Right. So and that's like a heart opener. So we did it. So I go. We do it. You also do capacho, which is like this. Um, it's a masculine, uh, ayahuasca is a feminine, capacho is a masculine, and it's, I might be saying it wrong, but it's a tobacco and you drink it and it, you purge, you just puke up right. so it gets you like ready for the medicine. And I was just so down, like some people opt out of doing that, but I was like, I will do anything to like get the lessons I need. Like I'm just so ready to Accept be some. my best self and yep. get through all my stuff and I'm just like ready to like show up for it. So I get there, like Everyone, first of all, there's a guy there that's possibly the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, this is a test, 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 this is a test. He smelled like mud and he procreation. He put across me. He's, a, he's an actor. He's precious. I feel like brotherly, sisterly <laughs> to him. But they put him across me. He was like shirtless. I'm like, I have to tramp watching. I'm like, getting a diary on a bucket <laughs> in front of this fucking <laughs> I got to go on an ayahuasca trip. The hottest this guy song. I've ever seen. I'm like, what is going on? You're like, you should see what I can do on, uh, with a dick under a spotlight. But he's, uh, yeah, he's precious. He <laughs> mentioned a girlfriend right away. I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, oh, thank you. I would have been like, Kind of like hot with puke in my hair. But so um, so um, what I got, the lessons that I got, so I, I, the question I asked her, I, uh, you drink this cup, okay, it's disgusting, and it's like, my shaman was saying this last time, he was like, it's these little sacrifices you do in life that 
get you to these things that you really want. They get you to your self-actualized place, to your best, you know, like mm-hmm. whether it's like it's the taste of how gross this is or the the pain of having to sit down and write or whatever. It gets you to the experience that you need to be. And it's like you're you're proving to yourself and your potential that you're willing to sacrifice that little discomfort yep. to get there. And I really needed to hear that lesson because I'll procrastinate my fucking entire life away. I'll be on my deathbed. Like, I'm ready to write my pilot. <laughs> I'm ready. It's interior, about how I died. Interior, Annie dead on a bed. <laughs> interior, Annie in a coffin. <laughs> Last nail gets slammed It's shut. a really short episode. It's a short series. It's over. <laughs> but, um, so, I hope it gets picked up for a second season. So, I I go, I was spinning over this guy, you know, and I was feeling, I drove out feeling so unloved. I was like, I feel like I'm this, I've, all this love to give and nobody wants to take it, you know? Nobody, I don't, I'm just not getting this love back. And I was just feeling so down. I was like, why is this guy being like this? Why am I always spinning over a guy? Why is it always about a guy? And I, so I didn't want to focus on the guy and I was talking to someone that was on the retreat and he said to me, he goes, whatever's coming up for you is what is coming up for you and don't resist it. Yeah. Because it's, it's not about this person. It's about what, what it means. So I take the ayahuasca and then they give you, Two hours later, you can take another cup, and two hours later, you can take another cup. And Jesus. I take as much as possible. And you're you have just a bucket get shot with you. To the goddamn moon. Yeah, because I just I'm like I don't think I can do too much. You know, it's like I want to do as much. I I want to learn, and it hurts sometimes, but it's like I can hurt. I can hurt. Yep. So um, we make a career off of hurt. Yeah, of course. So I was, I go, why am I spinning over guys? Why do I feel loved? Why don't I trust love? Like, why don't I just like let things happen and unfold? Why do I need to like Control have this it right? Like, what is this? And she goes, it's your dad. And I went, like, obviously, like, it was like, it felt like I was a million doors. Like, I was these locked doors, okay? And then it was a key to all of them. They all went open. That was just, like, light, like, shining up. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, 100%, it's my dad. And then I realized the two things about it were that I've always been afraid of my dad dying because he's always had, like, heart problems and been a lot older. And your dad was older, too, right? So, it's yeah, it's like that fear. You know, you're checking to see if they breathe when you're young. And you're like, oh. Is my dad going to die? creator. Yeah. And um, so I was so, I've been so worried about that, that it's like, I never live in the moment. I never live in the present. I'm always worried about this inevitable negative thing that's going to happen. Yep. So when I was first dating this guy, and even though it didn't work out, it, I was so worried about it not working out that I wasn't just like, oh, at least he's like, this is nice. He wants me to be his friends. Right. Like, he's trying. He's opening. He's letting me come to his like weird little house. And he's like, he's trying to it. see me. And I saw him in his little house with his little telescope. And I saw him like, I'm trying to fit you in. I don't know where you fit. I'm fucked up. Like, yeah. And he was, you know, and he really did try to fit me in. But it was like I wasn't able to like appreciate just like the connection we were having and the experience we are having together because I needed to be like, do you want to marry me? Do you want to have kids with me? Like all this stuff, even though I don't even know if I want those things, right. you know? Your I need anxiety. But I, my anxiety like needed to be – so I realized it was all about this like my dad's going to die. And so I was like, my dad's definitely going to die. So in it, I killed my dad. Like, I didn't murder him, but I just, like, let him be. And I was eulogizing him, and I was having a funeral for him. And I was crying so hard, and I was thinking of my dad in a way I never thought of him as, like, this king, right? He's Mm -hmm. this king of our family. And there's, like, this pyramid that starts with my mom and my dad, right? And obviously it goes on. It's a larger one, but the one I'm looking at now of just my family, it's, like, my mom and my dad, the kings and queens, and then it comes down, and it's, like, me and my two brothers, and my older brother has two boys, and my twin brother has two girls, and then... You know, and then here I am in the middle, and it's like maybe I have a kid or whatever. And then they're like, and my my how my sister in laws have come in. How lucky I am! I have these like beautiful sister in laws who are so cool, and I just love them. And these kids that I just just this like my dad did that. Like he's the patriarch of this. Like he made us, and he did that. And so I was just thinking about that, and just like honoring him as this king of our family. And um, 
And then I started like really crying and I put my hand on my chest and it got really heavy. And then his hand was inside my hand and then his body was inside my body. It's the only time you can say your dad was inside you and it's not a bad story. <laughs> but, but like, and it was like, oh, he'll never leave me because I'm him. Like literally we are our parents. We're the DNA of yeah. our parents. We're all of our ancestors. We're like, we are a download of them. Yep. Your dad is sitting across from me talking to me right now. Yeah. And it was like, oh, like, so I don't like, obviously, you know, you, I'm sure you like would do anything to like talk to your dad. It's like, but it's like, he's, you know, he's you. I know. That's why I'm like, I literally like fucking like when your dad died, dude, I like, I feel you, dude. Like, I really. It sounds like I need to do ayahuasca. I really do think you do. I think you should do it. But it was just like, you know, and that like, you know, I don't know. That's why I wanted to have kids. And then I was like mourning want, Brody after, so after much. That, after that, I was kids. like, I want to keep my dad going, yeah. my parents, you know. And then, so this is, the, this side is the masculine and then this side's the feminine. So it was weird when I was over here, I was thinking about like my dad and all that stuff. And then I flipped over here and I started thinking about my mom and how she was adopted and how she didn't have her tribe. Like how hard that is oh to not God. have your like That'll your tribe you with you. Your You'll always look for and it then, in every yeah. situation. And how I need to like be strong for when my dad dies because my mom's going to need me. Oh yeah. I can't lose my shit. I'm not the kid anymore. Yeah, you gotta I'm the in. one that's like taking care of them. Yeah. So I have to like, I have to deal with this stuff and I have to face the truth of it. And I can't just like ignore it and like, or like worry about it. I just have to be like, this is going to be okay. Right. Cause we get through it. We persevere. That's what our lives yeah, are. It's, it's what lo- humans it's do. With everyone's humans everyone's get dad through dies. it every goddamn day. Yeah, and we, it's the fear of it, it's the anticipation that kills us. That's the irony. Is like it's not even the actual act of the death; it's the fear and the yeah. anticipation of it that kills you. And then when it happens, and you're like, "Well, that just it happened." Yeah, and then you and you realize you can get through it. Yeah. You realize you can get through it without you know completely falling apart or yeah. resorting back to your bad vices yeah. or completely indulging without with just complete abandon and recklessness yeah. for yourself and for others and did you feel like you wanted to make your dad proud kind of in that moment yeah, yeah. you know I, I felt like like what you're saying like i wanted to carry on his legacy yeah you know i wanted to carry on like what i loved about yeah him. yeah it's so and it's like and they're here and like so i've had all these like death experiences and from dmt and with ayahuasca NDs. De- near death experiences yeah, yeah. and is yeah it's where it's like i know what dying is like yep. i know what it feels like and i know what happens yep, me and too. it's beautiful it feels amazing we fizzle out like heaven is real it's just not it's but it's an energy it is an energy it's and not like do a physical be, place you get to be with them yeah you get to be with everyone we're yep. all with each other yeah like, that's why like all of this like all of the like fighting that everyone's having right now. I'm like, we're like, you got to remember humans. Like we're in it together. We're having like, a physical experience. Dude, when a black kid gets shot, like our kid got killed. Yeah. Our baby got died. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. all of our like person, like when something happens to one of our people, it's our people. Yeah. We're all like, this is us. And so it's just like with all the stuff going, I just tapped out. I don't look at politics or anything. Cause I was like, it's just not, it's I not can't either. I'm down. I'm no, I'll vote when I got to vote. Cause it's all, it's, it's more fighting. It's and more it's anger, arbitrary fighting it's and, not, it's, and it's not rooted in, in, in there's no anything. Human. There's no humanism to it. There's mm-hmm. no empathy anymore. It's all about people. It's jerseys. People have jerseys yeah. on and they're screaming and they're drunk in a stadium and they're yelling for their team. Yeah, it's That's ridiculous. all it is. It's so, it's it like nothing lame. to do. They just want the trophy. Yeah. People just want the trophy. They don't care about like the well being of, of people and a generation and, and, and people being able to get their basic needs yeah. met. 
It's not. It's yeah. I can't do it's a so. It's either. so. It's such a weird. It's such, it's just a weird thing. But I do feel like, you know, like I see that that like heaven light, you know, and I've been to it, and I'm like, oh, I I've can't experienced wait. it. And too. I felt like it made me the first time I did DMT. I felt very like it was my dad's death again. I was thinking about. It. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna feel so good. Like when your dad passed on, you felt great. Like you felt like good. Yeah. It was a, it was a relief. Yeah, because and they, it, that you thing fizzle you, out. Yeah. Like you don't have to. You don't have to worry about it anymore. It, and you and every and you realize you had everything. Like yep. you realize like everything's good. It's beautiful. Everything's, everything's fine. beautiful. Yep. Everything's light. Yep, it really is. And it's like that's why I'm always like I have this thing I do like team cocky. <laughs> So like let's be cocky like we should all be cocky right yeah. now because we're gonna be on our death by going yeah i was the shit like you're literally gonna be yeah. like oh my god it was awesome and then like instead of being <laughs> awesome i was like i was like am i okay am i was I like oh my god like yeah me? why don't they like it's me it's like who cares yeah. you're the fucking shit yeah. obviously you're the shit and it's like um so um so then i turned over i was thinking about my mom and then i started thinking about brody and i like oh my god i lost it like i just couldn't because it was probably like maybe it was february it was april when i did so it'd been a month and i was just like i i mean like my brother, like, I was like, oh, my God, he was a king. My brother, like, yeah. every like every day. And just so, like, I just felt, like, how sad he must have felt in that last yeah. moment. He couldn't oh. feel us, like, hugging him. Like, yeah. we loved him. He couldn't him. feel that love. We loved yeah. him. He was so loved, and he couldn't feel it. No. And, like, so I had to, like, let him go. Like, he's gone, right? And so I... um I decided I wanted to like purge then because purging is like getting out the negative. Everyone's like, but you puke and stuff. I'm like, it's per. It's yeah, not that. It's, it's not. Like, it's not. You're it's getting physical, a, it's an emotional. You're getting like something out of you. So I was like, right at that time, I was like, all right, it's time. So I like get the and I wasn't nauseous or anything. I just like knew it was time. So I was like, oh, like I was just like hugging Brody, you know. And so I got the the bucket and I was sitting there and the the shaman chants the whole time. My shaman does. Whoa. He chants and sings the whole time. And he just started singing in English. I thought I learned another language. I was like, I mean, I think you could go, I want to learn Chinese and you could come out and know Chinese. Yeah. Like I believe in ayahuasca. I yeah. So I like, or like all of a sudden you have like a capacity to learn it really easily. Yeah. It's like, shit just like happens. <laughs> Your brain gets rewired. It's unbelievable. So he starts chanting in English or singing in English and he's singing a song. I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, you know, we take the pain from the dead and we bring it into the light for them. You know, remember in your darkness that the morning is coming. There's always light after the dark. Always. It's important to have the dark for the light. And he's saying that. It's like, I'm like, Brody, bro. You know, like, and um, I like, my throat starts to open like um, I'm giving birth. And like, I always remember like, you're not supposed to like push. You're supposed to like let it happen. Yeah. Like, so I was like, all right, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to force this. Out. It felt like an egg. So it was like an egg with like feathers that weren't, like it wasn't a fully fertilized bird or anything. So I was like, and then I felt, I'm not even kidding, my ancestors come in my body and push the vomit up for me. And it started to come out, like drizzle out like, like, a, like a pretty like thing. And it drizzled out and then I puked and a bird flew out. Brody. Brody flew out of me like a fucking bird. I have like chills on my yeah. arms right now. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was crazy. And so, and I get, I have PTSD from some shit that happened when I was younger, but um, I barely have it now. But I would have, I've got twitches and stuff. After I did Marin's podcast, I talked about it and I was still dating Kurt at the time and Kurt had to put up with a lot of like my, I mean, I was like traumatized yeah. during that time. And I really felt like my teachers, like that school was going to come after me. I was like so scared. I was just, it was like residual, just like 
trauma from my childhood. And so I was like, I had like twitches for a couple weeks. I was cold out, thank God, so nobody noticed, but I was like twitching. <laughs> like it's 40. It's like, yeah, I was just I'm like, fine. yeah, just everything's fine. But I was twitching and now I'm like, I think it was a bird. Like it feels like there was a bird flapping around. Yeah, me. it was. Like there was something that like needed to get Something needed out. to get yeah. hatched and released. So, um, so that was the first time I did it. And then I did it again. And that was all like rant, like he was just sitting in the audience. And then I did it again. I was in Cincinnati doing a gig and then they were going to be in Chicago. So I was like, oh, I'll just come to Chicago after Cincinnati. So I went and hung out with my nieces and then I went and did it with them again in a new group in this like beautiful house in Michigan. And this one, I was still spinning over the same guy, but it was, we had been friends. So I was like, I needed to like, I had this hope that we were going to be together that needed to go. Yeah. I was like, I need to like get to the bottom of what's going on. And that's when I, that was the trip where I was thinking about my mom and how hard it was for her to like lose her mother when she was pregnant with me and stuff. And when I realized he's a representation of my mom. And then I was thinking about, I was like, all right, let's just like see it through. Like, what would it be like if we got married? If we decided that we're more than just friends and we get married. So I, I, my, my vision was my tr my life was this big tree, yeah. and I went down this branch where I married him, okay. Mm -hmm. And we're in his house, and it's just gets dark, Ugh. okay. And he gets older, he gets smaller and older, starts shriveling up. We have a kid. It's fucking retarded, okay. It is retarded. Crazy. It is like not like a special needs kid. I was a special ed teacher, like not special needs kid. Like yeah. it is like it's a folded up. It's a folded up like pile of bones with skin over it that's breathing oh my god like legs coming out it's like it's like <gasps> we had like a, a not a not person you know what I mean? like, movie. yeah so we're like standing around this crib in his house and this is our whole life going like fuck we made a mistake we made the wrong decision because we had kind of talked like very casually about how we both maybe want to have kids and stuff right and of course every guy i've ever met's like i'll have a kid with you and then they're like no i won't what are you talking about i'm like fucker but uh, <laughs> not that i really I, I mean i think i want to have a kid because I realized after that first ayahuasca trip that I want to carry the lineage of my dad, but then I also want to name it Brody, whether it's a girl or a boy, so I can keep Brody alive too, you yeah. know? So anyway, so so then I, every time I do hallucinogens, it's like, you're a mom, you're a mom, have a kid, have a kid, have a kid, but I have to be better in my career first. <laughs> a and better I, what? I have to be better at my career. I have to have money and shit. I have to like be like successful. Yeah. I have to be to a level. I mean, people say that, but you know, people get by on nothing with children. Yeah, but I, want, I, have a, I have a level of career that I'm meant for that I'm going to get to yeah, before I have you know what I, I mean agree. like you know what I mean like I like I I see it and it's like I got it and you gotta it'll get happen it. yeah. yeah I feel this and it'll way. work yeah, yeah for sure you gotta just get get there and then <laughs> Whitney's so funny she's like you have to freeze your eggs you're 36 I'm like Whitney I have a I don't have health insurance like Whitney can I, you I'm freezing I'm like can I I'm share freezing. I was like can I share some of the space in your freezer <laughs> <laughs> Will you sponsor my eggs? <laughs> oh my god, Annie! I like. I seriously want to thank you for opening up and talking about things that people experience. And I don't know. I just I didn't know you in this capacity, and it's just nice. We're gonna get. We're gonna be friends. Yeah, now. now we're gonna be real friends. Yeah, <laughs> girl code. We did girl code, but they wouldn't let both of us on because they couldn't have two blonde. They couldn't sluts. have two trashy people at the same so time. So they're like, "You're both the white trash ones." <laughs> so then we were always ships in the night. <laughs> <laughs> where can my people find you uh find me on you can watch my podcast watch it more than you listen to it listen to it too but i do a lot of visual gags i have props and stuff that's fun mean inspiration so, mean inspiration it's on youtube it's on my youtube channel so it's just uh slash annie letterman and then Lederman or Lederman. l-e-d-e-r-m-a-n <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to say i don't care and then uh instagram i put a lot i 
I like my Instagram. Yeah, I try Instagram's to make you fun. guys. I, I try to make people entertained. Yeah. Content, content, content. So check me out there. And then um, what else? Website? Website, AnnieLetterman.com. You get some merch. Uh, send you swords. Where send can me, they send oh, yeah. you swords? Where to the can comedy send store. Send me weapons to the comedy store. I now have, I brought my brass knuckles. They're yeah, somewhere. you got your brass knuckles. I have brass knuckles, nunchucks. Swords. Uh, a very sharp sword. I have, someone sent me a taser the other day. I have a crowbar, a bat. What are you missing that you want? I need ninja stars. I need a bow and arrow. Um, a switchblade. Someone sent me a switchblade comb, but I want a real switchblade. That's pretty dope. Also saying it's dangerous. Like, how bad do you need to comb your hair? Because it feels like you can lose and your it's, scalp. Listen, it's a very, yeah, it's like I'm, I'm cowboy and myself. Good thing you're sober. <laughs> yeah. I've been smoking weed again this week. I'm going to stop, though. <laughs> Weed's not a medicine for me. <laughs> Weed's like a, what are you doing? You're relapsing <laughs> some in some weird way. So I have to stop. But, um, yeah, yeah. I crumpled up retarded kid with that guy. Let's end it with that. Well, you're a delight. That was fucking awesome. Is that cool that the mother ayahuasca was like, don't be with this person? Yeah, she's like, stop fucking around with she's this. Like, no way. Do you want a box, baby? A Wait, there's one last thing box? I want to tell you she told me. Bone of boxes? Box I started thinking bones? about, I go, what do I need to do for my career to like step it up? She goes, yeah. clean your apartment, get your shit together, be ready to receive. And she goes, drop all competitions, feeling of competitions. Yeah. She goes with girl, especially, and she goes, build your female audience build my female yep. audience because she's like you got guys like i know how to fuck with you guys i blur my feet i tease all of you fools like i know how to handle dudes yep build up the girls and it really has been like just naturally happening because from girl like girl code was girls? really fun that yes. was nice to like have that because we were outlet. speaking from our truth yeah and they gravitated nice. towards that and it was yeah. fun for us to just talk about blowjobs and periods and yeah just the real shit that girl stop putting a dress and makeup on it. yeah stop powdering our real like put some h&m life. on us because yeah. god they put us in a lot god, of h&m they put it, yeah i mean i looked we like looked, a goddamn i looked like annabelle we looked cute though that's <laughs> we so did, funny like, cute, but i looked like a possessed doll well you were like when i first met with them they were like what kind of makeup do you want and i fucked up because i should have been like beat to the fucking like i want to be like drag queen yes because they drag queen do up and it looks so good yeah, and i was so, so jealous like what put fake eyelashes on me i'm like give me some fucking fake eyelashes <laughs> They just put you in baseball caps? Yeah, no, they made me like the <laughs> lesbian. I was like, Quinn is a lesbian. But um, so what I envisioned was with like all of these like, because, you know, sometimes at the store, it's like, you know, you feel like there's like three spots for women. I mean, you know, yeah. like it's like annoying. Or yes. not. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> yeah. You get it from the other end more yeah, than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, but you know, it isn't a comp. It's like, there's no, it's like, it's literally like we're all rising together. Yes. It's like, I kept imagining Powerpuff Girls. And like in the air, yeah, just <laughs> like like, like yeah, head. we're all like blowing up, like yeah. we're all so funny. Like nobody can say women aren't funny because no. we exist. Like right. no one, like right now, like and I'm not talking the bitches that are complaining. You're actually not funny. Yeah, the ones like, that are complaining about whatever blogging, you guys complaining. If you're mad at Louie, you're probably not funny. Let's right. be real. Yes, um, <laughs> you're not funny. Do some work. Write a joke. Uh, watch some Louie specials so you can figure out what a structure joke is. But. Um, so I was thinking about that, and then, so, like, I had a moment where I was supposed to do Spade, and, or they called me to do Spade, but I was out of town, and then this girl that I um, used to be friends with that we had a falling out, her and not mine, I do not have falling outs with girls anymore, but she had a falling out with me, she, they had her on, and I was, like, a moment there was, like, oh. A tinge. And then I went, rainbows and unicorns. I just, like, yes. cartoon rainbows, cartoon unicorns, and, like, fucking dropped yes. it. Yes. Rise up, bitch. The only competition you have with, is with yourself, yep. and you shouldn't even have that. And it's good. Like, girls, 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 yeah, girls, Yeah, team cocky. Yeah, team cocky. I'm fucking great. Yeah. You're fucking great. Yeah, we're the shit. We're the shit. We're the fucking shit. Put a fucking baby in me. <laughs> fucking, fucking so horny. I'm going to fuck my ex-boyfriend. I'm fucking horny. Annie Letterman, I'm looking everybody. for a king. 
She needs a baby. Come at me. You come better be rich, fucking hot. Come and at I, her and come in her. And listen, big dick. I have a big pussy. Big dick. Big Let's pussy energy meets big dick energy. Yes. 2020. Be talented too. You have to be brilliant. <laughs> you have to be fucking brilliant. I love you, Annie. Oh, I, I love you. I know. I this do. is exciting. Okay, bye, bitches. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.